five. That's it. All right. So this is the first one. Um, we don't really know exactly what's talk about. <laughs> it's just going to be um, a wing it operation, I would say. Yeah. Um, but I think most of it will end up figuring out something we might want to talk about. I don't know. I mean, this is just kind of whatever it is, and then it just goes from here, you know? Yeah. Um, the most difficult part, I, which I know that I was making it harder on myself, was like trying to set everything up and get everything into a good place. But I'm not like very audio or tech savvy in the least bit. And, well, I mean, I kind of am, but not overly. And so just getting everything hooked up and making everything work, learning it for the first time. So, you know, just getting out and doing it. I got a question fun. for you. Okay. What's your favorite Olympic sport? Well, baseball, since it's now an Olympic sport. Okay. Well, as of like a few years ago. Or the it's been, it didn't it go in and out? Like it was I in think like it, the I 70s. think it was at one point in time. And then it came back. So they took it away and then it came back. Um, I think it was, there was a, a, another sport that they, that, that came back. I forget what it was. Um, it's just like they're adding new sports or like, I don't know. How how would you make up a sport nowadays? Like, I, well, I don't know if they're making it up. It's just like they're old sports and then they're just deciding, you know, this is a good idea. Let's let's put it in the Olympics. I think there's enough people playing it. We can make it an Olympic sport. What are the requirements for that? At least 1,500 people have to know of it. That's a pretty specific requirement. I don't know. <laughs> I just feel like it would be it has something more to do with the amount of countries that can participate. Like a Jamaican bobsled team. Yeah. yeah. Do they even have snow over there? <laughs> that was the whole point. That was a real thing. They, they were Jamaican bobsledders. That's funny. Those they made a movie about it, you know? Really? Yes, really. Oh. I swear you've seen it. Were they mudslides? No, they were like actual, like they would go, I think they went to Canada and that's where they trained. Mm. That's pretty smart. Yeah. I can also already tell that this audio isn't going to sound amazing. Yeah. But, you know, it's a, it's a work in progress. We're going to learn how, how, how it all works and get into a good place. But We're still on the runway. <laughs> we just got to get off the ground. Maybe get some pointers, get some uh, some insight from someone else. Go to the Reddit community. <coughs> the Reddit community? Yeah, and that's where all the helpful people are. In case you can't tell, Major's eating blueberries. Yeah. I love blueberries. You know what? They're really good. I already ate all the fat ones. They're really good. What's your favorite snake? <laughs> the one we saw last night? Dude, that was crazy. <laughs> there was a snake eating a frog. Like, I heard it, like, outside my window of this frog. Just, I don't even know how to describe the sound. It was definitely crying, but, like. So, I was over at my brother's place, and... I was working out and then I came back and we were coming back because we we're like finishing up, putting some last minute things together to make this whole podcast work and stuff. And I pull up to the driveway and, you know, I get out, but then, which is something, but something that's unusual is that Major's coming out too at the same time. I'm like, we were supposed to meet or something, but no, he's like, oh, there's a sound. You hear that sound? I was like, yeah, I kind of heard that when I, when I got out. And... We kind of like follow the sound. We're like, oh no, it's in the rocks, it's in the bushes. 
And then I looked down and it's like, oh my gosh, that's a snake. But it, that's a, it's, not, it's not a sound that a snake would make. It was like, it's like a, a high pitch, like. Right, I can pull up the video. Oh, you took a video? Yeah, I took a video. Well, you don't, you don't have to. I, um, I, I already pulled it up. I'm gonna so we're going to do play into the microphone. That was an example of the sound. <laughs> yeah, actually, that was a pretty good example. But no, it's like a, a, a squealing. I thought it was a frog. I think there was just like, it was like the snake was coiled up yep. in, in the grass, and it was making that sound. I was like, nope, snakes don't make that sound. It's eating something. Whenever we were trying to find it, it was really weird because like it sounded like the sound was over here, and then it moved over there. I swear it moved like three different places. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had to go to Killeen today. That was fun. What's out there? Pluckers. Mm. Pluckers is out there doing service. The worst part about that is just the drive. It's an hour out here from Austin. Um, but it's pretty, it's actually, it's not as bad of a drive as driving through. And I don't mean to be offensive to anyone, but there's this part of New Mexico where it's like on our, uh, it's on our way to uh, a trip that we've done a couple of times to Colorado, but it's just, you have to cut across New Mexico and then go up towards Colorado. When you cut across like the top middle portion of New Mexico, it's just this road that goes on for about 200 miles. And it's just the same thing, the whole, the whole drive. I mean, <coughs> it's just flat. It looks like anything from the Midwest, like Kansas. El Paso. El Paso, I don't think is that flat. Well, I've heard that like there's like a giant stretch on like when you're leaving like the middle of Texas to go out west, there's like a stretch of like 300 miles of like nothing, and you run out of gas. Good luck. Like, okay, so I, I vaguely remember. I mean, I've only driven through El Paso or that part of Texas once. Yeah, I remember. And yeah, it was kind of flat, but not like overly flat, you know. Man, <coughs> I cannot get these microphones. I feel like I'm, I'm spiking a bunch, and yeah. I don't know how to fix that. I can hear it. Yeah. Maybe I should do it differently. I don't know how. Maybe I should just talk quieter. Maybe you should stop being a jackass. What if I can't Problem. help it? Well, I, I was going to say problem solved, but obviously not. <laughs> Ooh, there's a guy. So what are you working on over there? Um, I'm looking at Japan. Um, Super Mario World, or like, actually it's not Super Mario World, it's Nintendo, Super Nintendo World. Mm -hmm. Sounds awesome. Like the, the Universal Studios in Japan. Yeah. That. I think they opened it up like a year ago. Yeah, it, it opened during COVID, I think. And yeah. it's closed right now. It's closed right now? They're in like stage five or stage six. But they're having the Olympics there. Like literally right now. Oh, ten hours ago, Japan upsets China for table tennis mixed doubles gold. All right. I mean, how is the U.S.? Is the U.S. going to get a ping pong? I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's look up. Some Sorry, I'm asking an expert right now. Um, <laughs> ping pong. Be raised. Let's see. Today at 8 p.m., um, America plays blue, yellow, red. I don't know. Blue, yellow, red. Yeah, just like three vertical stripes. I think I should know who that is, but I don't. Let's see. <coughs> well, bless you. Thank you. Thanks for.
for saving that. Did you know, actually, they used to say, like, bless you originated because back in, like, the 1600s, whenever you sneezed, people would think that your soul was leaving your body, so they would say bless you to keep your soul inside your body. You know, I heard that, but also at the same time, I heard that it originated from the Black Plague when people were, like, dying, a third of the people who contracted the, the disease. Mm-hmm. So if you start sneezing, like... <laughs> <laughs> Might be on the way out. I don't need to fix that. Um, I was going to talk about something. People also ask, is Japan a dangerous country? I've never heard that. I mean, it doesn't seem like it's that dangerous. It says, although although Japan is considered a very safe destination for tourists, you should still use common sense to avoid trouble. Well, I mean, there's like... Bad people everywhere. It doesn't yeah. matter where you go. There's going to be, like, I mean, whoever. There's there's going to be someone who's willing to love you. Hmm? What? <laughs> what did you say? I don't know. <laughs> Racist piece of crap. Wait, well, I just said crime travels. Oh, never mind. No, 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 no. Let's just get this clear. Japan is the most dangerous country on Earth. It's, yeah. You know what? I believe it. I, I believe it. There's probably big, big lots, lots of people go there. Lots of <laughs> tourists, you know. Yeah, I mean, there's probably some degenerate tourists. <laughs> I don't know. What I don't get about Google is it says like you type whatever you want in, and it says six trillion seven hundred ninety billion results in one point one five seconds. Why do I need to know how long it took, and why the fuck are there? Eight trillion results. I think they're just showing off. Yeah, I think they're showing off too. They're like, yeah, we're way better than Bing. <laughs> What's DuckDuckGo? No, just never heard of it. Oh, actually, I got DuckDuckGo recently. Yeah, like four or five days ago, because like, I know for a fact. Well, actually, I'm not gonna say for a fact. I'm gonna say to a 99% confidence interval that whatever you look up, things that are that could be political. Google, in particular, will hide certain things from you from being able to see. Mm-hmm. And so I like compared, like, I wanted to see information about the efficacy of the vaccine thus far. I mean, it's late July. Yeah. And I know that everything that I've seen so far has been, like, yeah, like, it, it's doing its job. It's working really well. And um, um, it's closely monitored, which is a good thing. Yeah. But what I didn't want is to get a like a, a bunch of uh, articles or stories that kind of just confirm themselves, like not confirm themselves, but just like a bunch of articles that all say the same thing because that's what Google wants you to see. Um, and so I can compare to Google to DuckDuckGo. And it was pretty different, kind of, but it was mostly the same thing. So um, but that's all I, I wanted to use it for. I mean, I might use it in the future just for that reason, but. But yeah, DuckDuckGo, it's, it's, it's cool. It, it's, it's supposed to be private. Ya- is Yahoo still a search engine? It'd be, It'd be funny, funny if it was. Let's see. Gosh, I need to fix this mic. Maybe it's, it's too sensitive. Maybe I could turn down the level on it. What if Google doesn't let you use Yahoo as a search engine? Uh, it probably does. How about now? Is that any better? Mm-hmm. I mean, I just don't want it to, s- to keep spiking the way it has been. So I, I turned down the level on my mic. Yeah. Hopefully that helps. Yahoo is still going. 
I mean, we use Yahoo Sports for. Oh, I know. That's a thing, too. It's the best. Yahoo Sports is the best. Yeah, I like their interface a lot. I really don't care very much at all for the NFL app, for the NFL's website. I just think it's it's not as intuitive as Yahoo's. Yahoo's says fantasy sports, top tier. Yeah. So I guess we haven't really like introduced ourselves or said anything about each other. That is. How long has it been? Um, twelve minutes. All right. Well, let's introduce ourselves, and I'll go first. Um, I am Major Subcheck. I'm 19, and Major, this isn't first period. <laughs> first period science. <laughs> Just go around a circle and introduce yourself. Tell us your first and last name. Tell us what you like and what's your favorite food. <laughs> Icebreaker. Okay, what do you want me to say, man? I don't like know. Just say whatever you want to say. You go first. I'm scared. <laughs> um, I'm Brant. Um, kind of excited to do this just for fun. Uh, the plan is to try and get in here and do this five days a week, Monday through Friday. Try to get it around the same time. I mean, between my work schedule and whatever major does during the day, um, we try Fuck to you. <laughs> try to do it whenever we can in the afternoon. Um, so anywhere from like six to seven o'clock would be great. Um, but this today started a little bit later, but there's some extra finite tuning things that had to happen, but better to get it done than not at all. Um, so this just ends up being whatever it wants to be. I don't know. Um, I've heard from a handful of people who are like, you know, the best Podcasts always have like a theme or like a direction they want to go. And I'm like, well, you know what? That's great, but also I don't want to like limit what we could possibly talk about. You yeah, know, that's like it could be literally anything, and that's kind of the, the beauty of it. And it doesn't matter if people are listening; we can just do it just for fun. You know, mm-hmm. like who cares? And right now we probably are pretty bad at it, but I feel like over time we might get a little bit better. Yeah, especially if we have some people on because I know that Joey has oh expressed interest. I, I <laughs> okay, so. <sighs> Introduce. So Joey is a friend of ours, and Joey is maybe you might know someone who works at the gas station in your neighborhood, and they have like literally watched you grow up over time. So we've known Joey for what five years, maybe at least five. At least five years. It's been a long time. So we we've been just like kind of like friends, kind of like friends. We we've mostly been friends for a long time. And I mentioned it to him yesterday. He's like, I'll be your first guest. Well, I was like, well, dang, now i got to buy another microphone. Um, <laughs> that's okay. No, I think what we should do first is at least get comfortable with just it being the two of us, and then if people want to come on, they can. Another one of my friends, uh, Jacob, he said he'd come on. I, I mentioned it to him, I guess, yesterday. No, two days ago. Two days ago. Um, David wants to be on. Um, David's one of my friends. Uh, he also mentioned Q, and David wanted to play tennis right now, but I was like, I can't. I got, I got a thing. You yeah, know, exactly. You got obligations. It's okay to say no. Yeah, I know. Um, but Q was like, damn, I'm trying to watch the podcast live. <laughs> got a couch right there. <laughs> I was like, yeah, in the future. Yeah, let's put it on Twitch. <laughs> live streaming on Twitch. That'd be funny. But I don't know if my computer can handle that, unfortunately. It's, it's a solid piece of equipment, but I haven't seen and heard that trying to stream and record simultaneously is 
very taxing on a computer. Yeah. Yeah. You need one of those uh, big old gaming PCs with 64 gigabytes of RAM. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Like, a phone RAM is only like... I think eight. Eight gigabytes. Well, my old, my MacBook Pro 2012, my computer before this one was eight gigabytes of RAM. So this one's... This one's a 2020, so it's probably anywhere between 8, 16, and maybe 30. I know that this one's 16, which is great. Yeah, um, this one's probably 16 as well. I don't know about that. I think yours is, is what? I think yours might be 8. Mm. If you go into the Apple in the top left corner, you can go into, like, mm. details. I always forget about that thing. I know. It's such a great tool to have if you ever have questions like that. I also want to get less, less squeaky chairs. That'd be a big investment. Kind of important. Um, oh, now I gotta pull another topic out of my ass to uh, talk about. Um, what do you mean? I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm not trying well, to prevent did, it. Did you figure out what your computer's RAM is? I, I was gonna try and talk about something while we did that, but. Well, I was waiting. Um, I was just wanting to flex on you that my computer has more RAM than yours. <laughs> and the reason why we're running everything through my computer because it's just superior. <laughs> I'm 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 not like super tech savvy. I know my way around it. I'm not like eighty, but you're good enough there though. I could use a buffer. You're about to have a, a birthday, so <laughs> my G is broken and it really annoys me. Oh, stored. Last night, what before I came over here last night, um, I was working out like I said, and I was doing back. I was doing some rows. And I knew that today I wanted to do legs. And I was going to do lunges. And previously, I hadn't gotten my legs as sore as I ever did. For It's been a long time since I got my legs as sore as I did last week when I did lunges. And I was holding 70s in my hands when I was doing it. And I thought, in between sets and this back workout last night, I just want to grab the 75s and go do a lunge and see how it feels. You know, I'm just like, I'm probably a little bit stronger since then. So I grabbed the 75s, and part of me instantly is like, this is a bad idea. Because I didn't stretch. I didn't do anything. I didn't warm up. Grab them, and I go down for one lunge. And as soon as I go down, it's shooting pain right here in the top of my thigh. Thankfully. Which thigh? My right thigh. Our audience can know. It is my right thigh. Right in the meat. I explained it to him last night. It feels like someone took the side of their fist and just, like, frogged me right in the middle of my thigh. I just feel like I, I just stretched it, overstretched it. I didn't, you know, warm up, lubricate my muscles the way that I should have before. I tried doing something like that. So after this, when I work out, I'm probably not going to do legs. I'll find something else to do. Um, I would also go over to Ben's to work out, but Ben has a gym. Ben's uh, our brother. Yes, Ben's our brother. He has a, a, a gym in his apartment that I've been using for a couple months now, which is great, so I don't have to pay for a gym membership. I can just use his, his gym in his apartment. But he's having a date night tonight. He requested it. Because so. <laughs> he said that uh, his girlfriend, Joe is going back to Houston for her, her schooling. Um, yeah, so um, just a little extra side note. I'm the youngest. Brent is my brother. And then Ben yes. is the oldest one. Um, I remember one time Ben was telling me a story about like during Pledge Ship, all of the actives and like when he was in college. Yeah, uh, all the actives were telling him like calling him like a little kid or something like that. And like I'd always hear 
Ben, ben told me a story about like how he was like the little guy or something like that. I was like, God, that is just weird to think of like Ben being the little guy just because he's seven years older than me. So like, yeah, it's weird because like I also remember the story. I guess it's kind of unrelated. Well, actually, uh, it, it's 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 definitely not related. It has nothing to do with anything that you just said. I don't know why I thought that's where my mind wanted to go. Just nice. bring it. I do that all the time. I swear. I was just like, someone says something, and I like want to, you know, try and, and say something that's kind of relevant to the story, but it has nothing at all to do. It's just like, where did that come from? Like, and that that person just thinks you're being a dick and trying to change the subject because what they were talking about was mind fucking and numb. It's like one of those clips where, you know, we're pretty uh pretty big Family Guy enthusiasts. I would mm-hmm. say I like Family Guy a lot. There's just one clip where. Peter, the main character in the show, sits down at the bar next to Quagmire, his friend. Quagmire's like, he asks him some super absurd question, just like out of the blue. And then Peter's like, who the hell starts a conversation like that? I just sat down. Um, yeah, that's kind of how I feel sometimes when, I don't know. My mind works in mysterious ways. I don't understand it, but I feel like everyone's does just to a different extent. But you have to understand it and cultivate it the best way you can. Some people figure it out, some people don't. So I never asked you about this. What was... Well, actually, I don't know that I never asked you. Or maybe I didn't. So you had your senior year in high school a year and a half ago. Yeah. It's honestly kind of crazy that it's already been a year and a half. Like, it's felt like six months. So how, like, how different did, did it feel? Actually, I mean, you don't really have anything to compare it to, but just, like, school in general, like, COVID happening, and then you're graduating senior in high school, and then and then everything changes in that spring. I mean. Yeah, um, I was part of the 2020 graduating class, so I was one of the lucky schools. I mean, some schools did it, some schools didn't, but I was one of the lucky schools that just didn't have a prom as a whole. Like, we just... We didn't do prom, baseball didn't have senior night. Like once COVID hit for my school, we just kind of shut down. Everything went online and then teachers were like, yeah, you don't have to do this. All of your art just getting pushed through. But um, one thing that I've really noticed, uh, aside from being like in school and now being in um, like real life, is I'm not treated like a kid all the time. Like because when you're in school, you kind of, your the teachers and everyone around you that's older is they're always telling you what to do. Yeah, they're always telling you what to do. They're, they're you more superior to you. So like, it's kind of nice being with everyone. Like we're all equal. I don't. No one like looks at me and automatically knows that I'm a student. I don't know. Yeah, and in college, that's kind of the same-ish environment. I mean, it, it's it's like this. Crazy jump. I mean, like, I knew that whenever I graduated from high school that I was so looking forward to college. Just, like, everything about high school I just didn't like. I didn't like, I mean, the schedule. I mean, we were there for, what, seven, eight hours a day. Yeah. Just, and and half the time you're not even doing anything. Yeah. Like, it's just such a waste of time and resources. Like, whenever it's mandatory to come to school, but it's right before finals and every class is, like, watching a movie, it's like... I don't need to be here. I felt, 
I don't know how I feel about that half the time because sometimes I feel like a movie that I was like, okay, this is interesting. I'll watch this. And other times I'm like, okay, I do not care at all. I wish I wasn't here right now. Yeah. Like you shouldn't be playing a movie in the first place. You just say, okay, well, we're not doing anything today. Y'all can leave if you want. That's actually happened a few times, thankfully. Really? Oh yeah, I've had I've had in high school at least. I think I think maybe two or three times at the beginning of a class, either my junior or senior year, teachers just like, we're not doing anything today. Y'all can leave if you want. I did have uh, one of my favorite teachers ever, Miss Cromer. She was my physics teacher junior year, and there were a few times um, where I was just like, "Can I leave?" She's like, "Go for it. Like I don't care." Like I, I didn't like. I would say probably around eighty percent of the teachers I had throughout high school, I, I really didn't like. But there were about ten percent that like I really bonded with. Like you had Mr. Campbell. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. He's. I. I want to get lunch with him. He's. You get lunch with him? I mean, I catch up. And he's catch cool. up? I didn't know that you had such a great relationship. I mean, I don't think that we have a super great relationship, but I just think he's a good guy. I think he wouldn't say no. I don't know. He I might say no. He's got a family. He could be busy. I mean, it sounds like I'm fangirling right now. Yeah, it kind of does. <coughs> well. well, I was just going to say that my experience in college with COVID in general... It sucked, and it was also a blessing at the same time. But it was hard to see the suck as it was happening. Because, well, actually, you could and you could. I mean, it just depends how you want to look at it. But it was nice because it, it happened, like, right during spring break. And then halfway through spring break, they're like, yep, you're getting an extra week for spring break. Well, they prepare everything they need so that they can do everything online in the coming weeks. So we're like, heck yeah, another spring, another week of spring break. But there's nothing really to do because everything is closing down. And yeah. so I just ended up getting drunk with my roommate, Kurt, and our, our neighbor. And we did that all the freaking time. I will say it was a blast. Being, I mean, my schedule was totally whack. I mean, even after we came back, I was like still in that same mode. Just like, okay, like. Because everything's online, something's got easier, and you, you, as hard as professors tried to, but also they could make things much harder. Because, I mean, now you're just a dick. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not huge on like. I like to have a teacher like in front of me, like doing it, kind of like a professor. Online learning, just like staring at a screen. I'm, I can do it, but not as efficient. Oh no! So the last two semesters that I've had. Everything was online, and so brutal. It sucks. It really does. It's so draining. Because, like, I was, talking this, I was having this conversation with, um, with Jacob the other night, actually. Like, mixing your work environment with, like, where you sleep or, like, or whatever you do in your room. Just, like, it's not where you typically go to work. So it's hard to, like, focus yeah. as much as you would. Like, if, just say if you were to go to a classroom or if you were to go to an office and be like, okay, like, I'm in work mode right now. And I'm ready to do some work. Or if you're in your room trying to do work, you're like, gosh, there's, like, distractions all around me. Like, I could just not care. And for sure, that happened to so many people, myself included. And, yeah, it's just COVID, lockdown, Zoom meetings, classes are not fun. They're not fun. But I'm excited for this fall because I think three of my four classes are face-to-face, which will be great. Yeah, I haven't taken any classes since 
high school got out, but I'm not like ruling school out of the subject. I just, I'm not going to say I'm still figuring out because I have a good idea of what I like. Um, I just need to figure out how I'm going to implement it for my future and like, s like kind of make a pathway for where I'm going. Yeah. You can learn a lot of stuff like without college, just like reading articles or reading books, stuff like that. Yeah. It's, it's not going to have the same, like you can't just put on your resume, like someone went to Harvard and then this guy's like, I've read 1500 books, fuck you, you know? Yeah, but no, what you say, what you're saying makes a lot of sense and it's true, it's very true. I mean, there's a lot of people that I know that are in college or have graduated from college and they're just they're not all there. I mean, they just don't have a really good grasp, grasp on a lot of things, just like basic um, concepts why like I, I don't know just the way the world works in general mm -hmm. i mean some people can just be so oblivious to like yeah. um i don't know i mean you you name it um you, just, you can get so pigeonholed into a particular field of study or whatever you're focusing on i mean your whole life you're just like yeah school 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 this is what i do and that's all that matters and you get out and it's like okay time to find a job and some people really struggle with being able to communicate properly. And some people have like real anxiety with like going out in public and doing things like talking to people. And it sucks. I mean, I know people that are that way, but you know, there's there's a lot to learn other than just going to school, going to, going to college. Um, so, so, I mean, even myself, like whenever I graduated high school and decided that I was going to college, it wasn't really like I'm deciding to go to college. I knew that I wanted to play baseball. So I got, scholarship to go play at a small school in Kansas and I just wanted to keep playing baseball so then college just kind of came along with it and I didn't know what I wanted to study I didn't really think that much about it and I've gone you know I looked at lists and lists of things that I might want to do and things that sound interesting I might have a passion for and my first major was computer science I was like yeah I want to like learn how to like program software and stuff. And I took a Python coding class and I took um, overviews of computer science. And after the second course, I was like, this ain't it. This this doesn't <laughs> sound fun. I don't want to do this. But that's okay. So I was figuring it out. It was just like another step for me. It was like trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Stepped in mud. But mud. You stepped in mud. You pick your foot up and then put it on the rock. And wipe it off. <laughs> If you want, if they're white, um, shoes. And then I applied to Texas as a psychology major and go to psychology. And it's okay. It's not bad. I'm actually considering changing my major again just because, well, I've, I've, so I've, I've knocked <laughs> out basically all of my core credits. So basically all I need now are just like whatever specifies that like whatever major specific classes that I need to take so far I've only taken two for psychology two so classes. you have all your core classes out of the way right so basically now all I have to do is just focus on my major um, and so I'm thinking that since I have the opportunity to I might change majors within the college since I've had a lot of time I mean I think the, the COVID year has given us a lot of 
insight to look at things differently. That is very like, true. I feel like before COVID and after COVID, people have completely changed. Yeah. Just like the culture has changed so much. That's a different there's world. There's so many things that we took for granted. And we've also learned a lot of things about ourselves and other people, which is great, which is a good thing. Yeah. Um, so I think over this last year, I've learned a lot more about myself and what I really care about and what I want to do. And this being one of them, I think that this is kind of cool and fun. You could just do this. Um, I got a hair sticking up that I wish would go down, but we're not going to worry about that. I shouldn't have pointed it out. Um, but yeah. Um, there's there's a lot of things that have changed in the last year. A lot, a lot of things. And a lot of people have changed in ways that they wouldn't have before. I mean, without COVID, I mean, a lot of people would just be the same kind of person, but then COVID affected people so differently yeah. in so many different ways. Like, for me, COVID gave me a great excuse to just party and drink all the time. Mm-hmm. Not totally down. Totally down with it. I was totally cool. And I, man, going to class and going to work, basically hungover all the time. I got used to it, but now that I'm sitting here thinking back on it, I'm like, wow. So unhealthy. <laughs> Such a bad idea. But I mean, it's good to do it in your 20s. So. And so that's the thing, though, because I was like, in my mind, I was thinking, I can justify this because one, I can only do this every once in a while. Well, not every once in a while. I mean, like, I can only do this once. Like, there's only, there's like, there's this period in my life where I can do it with very limited consequences. Yeah. And on top of that, it was COVID. So also, you couldn't really do anything. You couldn't really go anywhere. So it was just partying with friends and all the time. Not any drugs. I don't really, I mean, alcohol is a drug, but I just mean, like, no, like, party drugs. Yeah. Other than I'm, alcohol. I don't um, touch. I'm not a huge alcohol person. I do mind myself a good joint. I do like marijuana, but yeah, I'm not super big on the drinking. Thank you for sharing. I was just uh, thank you for sharing. Or maybe I, maybe I was just rambling. It was yeah, time for me to be done. Just shut the fuck up, you know. Um, but yeah, um, and so yeah, looking back, yeah, it probably wasn't a great idea, but you know, it's something that I've learned about myself. Just. When I say something I've learned about myself, just the way that I perceive myself and how I want to be looked at and how I want to carry myself. Like, okay, like I can go down this hole. I can allow myself to do this. Or, you know, it's time to stop, time to change, trying to do something different. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that is one thing that's really hard is change. They say it takes... <coughs> takes about 28 days to form a habit and then it takes another 28 to really cement the habit to where it becomes a part of your actual routine and um, my point completely left my head so if it's you okay i'll come back you want to take over no 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 go ahead i was i was listening to you dude it's about to be dead silent <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter um oh yeah but just like when COVID hit We've, we've lived our lives the way we have our entire lives, and then all of a sudden the world, like, completely changed. You know I'm so tired of hearing? Just one word that you hear all the time. Did I just say it? No, no. Oh. You didn't say it, but there's this one word that you always hear. was like, COVID is this. Like, the pandemic, this, this pandemic is un- 
unprecedented. I am, I am so <laughs> tired. That, that word has been used way, way, way too much. Like, pick a different word, please. <laughs> please pick a new word. But yes, as as overused as that statement is, it is true. It is totally true. But we just the last time that anything like this could have ever happened was 100 years ago with the Spanish flu. Mm -hmm. The way that information travels nowadays, it's so instantaneous. It just happens so fast. And it can get manipulated very, very easily. Yeah, and you know, some people, I'm not saying everyone is this way, but I feel like there's too many people that are easily influenced by an article or two or by one or two people's perspective. They read like, like the headline. Right, so you just like read a headline and then like, okay, that I'm okay. I'm taking this and this is truth and I'm gonna run with it. It's like okay, there could have been 99 other articles that said the exact opposite thing, and there's this one article that you saw just because it was at the top of the search. You know, it's just I feel like some people are a little too gullible um, yeah. when it comes to, but also the thing about COVID was like. It created such a, like a panic, like a mass panic. Remember the toilet paper days? Oh, I was just about to say that. Toilet paper days. You could get toilet paper. You could get hand sanitizer. You couldn't get Clorox wipes. I was about to say that. And people just went into a craze. It really didn't matter where in the United States or maybe even the world you were. You could not go to the grocery store after 9 a.m. and get anything. Lines out the door. Yeah, yeah, like I remember like they would make you wait in line to go in the grocery store. And I'm like, that's fine, whatever. But the line would wrap, I remember this one time, the line wrapped around the sidewalk. And it, the line was probably a mile long, at least, just to get into one HEB. And HEB is just a grocery store in Texas. And yeah, no, it's it was insane. Absolutely insane. Definitely don't miss that. I'm glad things have changed. A lot has changed in the last year, which oh, yeah. is great, for the better. It's coming back to somewhat normal, but I feel like the world won't be the same again for at least 10 years, 20 years, but then that's how long it takes for some, like an area to really change. So we might not ever see the world that we saw a year ago again. Maybe. I think, I think more and more it's coming back every day. And I don't know what it'll look like in 10 years, but I'm hoping that it'll look something similar to prior to COVID. I mean, it just sucks what happened, I mean, to the whole world. Yeah. Everything was thrown on its side, and people didn't know what to do, and just looking for answers, but no one had any, because it was this new thing that no one knew about, so just trying to, you know, you're, that's the thing, is the science always is the last one to catch up with everything else that's happening. Mm -hmm. That would just be legal. So, like, what you... Like, the legal part of, you're supposed to wear a mask. Like, you can't go out, and you can't do this and that, but you have to wear a mask. And the reason that it's that way is because we don't know enough about it. The science hasn't caught up to say, like, okay, it doesn't spread outside in sunlight. That's not a thing. It's proven. It doesn't do that. But we didn't know that back in April. We didn't know that back in March, and it just happened. So, legally, we're like, okay, we don't know anything about this. This is how we're going to go about protecting ourselves and, and e each other and you know it's just the science is just taking forever to catch up with what's going on and there's some things that go into that and I don't want to go into a deeper 
rabbit hole of potential theories as to why it's taken this long for information to get out to people and why it's difficult to find accurate information at least and not just someone's opinion opinion pieces but i mean even if they release information that we can back check and say is true like do we really know because i mean like I guess it I just never trust the fact checkers. You'll see like fact checkers on like Twitter or or whatever. It's just like, where are your credentials? Like, well, not even that. Just like, how do you know? <laughs> like, this is literally something that nobody knows. Like, this is just an opinion. Someone's opinion about something that we don't know the answer to yet. They're like, nope, this is wrong. It's like, how do you know that that's wrong? Even the scientists don't know that that's wrong. Maybe something like, uh, to give an example. Um, Something I've I've read anything recently like that. I mean, I mean I remember seeing this type of thing months ago. Maybe like back, like back. Let's say let's go a year ago. People were saying things like, uh, "There's not going to be a COVID vaccine. You know, this is it's never going to happen. It's going to take this long. Everyone's going to die." Right, and then they would say, "Nope, that's that's not true." It's like, well. How do you, you don't know, like literally nobody knows. The only way that they would know that is if they were from the future. Which do you think time travel is a thing? Like, do you think, even though it hasn't been invented now, this is the thing about astronomy that really like fucks with my head. It's like <coughs> light years and like you look up at the stars and everything that you're looking at has already happened. Like it's just taking that long for the light to travel this way. Right, so what, you, what you're looking up in the sky, that's like, 13 billion years old, or actually just depends how, how far away it is. Yeah. So, like, has the future already happened? I don't know. Well, light doesn't travel instantaneously, as it may seem. So it's just like, you look up and you see these lights in the sky. It's like, yeah, those are some really old sources of light. But, you know, whatever star you're looking at, that may not be there anymore. It could have exploded. It could have fizzled out. We won't know for exactly. another few million years for the rest of that light to get here. And then once it stops, then, then you would know. And we, But future, time travel, I mean, I would say no. I feel like if you could, if you could travel through time, somebody would have messed it up by now. <laughs> like somebody would have just been like, oh, dang it. Yeah, that actually is. That's kind of funny. And that's the thing I've talked about aliens, too. It's like, if they, if they were here, and they existed, and they could move around on Earth, and us not know that they're there, I mean, what you think? If everyone with a camera nowadays, wouldn't be able to just go. You know, one thing that was actually really interesting to me, like the, the thread about the monoliths, like one was in Utah, and then it moved across the country, and then it went to the other side of the world. But at the same time, that could just be people playing a scam on the internet, or playing a playing a joke. On what do you mean monoliths? Huh? Excuse me. What do you mean monoliths? You know, like the giant, like rectangular metal. Are you gonna try and show me a picture? I got Google right in front of me. Okay, good. It's getting uh, noticeably more and more dark in here. Yeah, the sun's going down. That's okay. That, that thing. Oh, oh, yeah, I've seen that before. Yeah, there was like a whole thread. There were like six monoliths that moved around. There was, let's see. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to change the limit 
to go even further because I'm, I'm tired of seeing these spikes on the microphone. Yeah, they happen every freaking year. Yeah. Um. I just feel bad for anyone that might be trying to listen just like like any of those videos you might see on Instagram or YouTube that are just ear just explosions mm-hmm. and pur- purposely. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. I know what word you're trying to use. Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> I, like, <laughs> like, I don't want to say it. Like, um, But yes, the videos like that. They're, they're like, warning. Ear harassment. Exactly. Really terrible harassment to your ears. Um, but no, that monolith was, I mean, I've seen bits and pieces, but I think it was in Stanley Kubrick's um, Space Odyssey, 2001 Space Odyssey. It was like in that, I think it was near that scene whenever the ape <laughs> like the ape discovers the fact that he can grab things and like grabs like a I mean I have to go back and watch it because I'm probably butchering it but like he grabs like a bone and just starts like swinging on things just like starts beating up on this pile of bones so then it becomes you know the next part of evolution understanding is that opposable thumb you can grab things and so now you can pick things up like that whole, whole deal and then in one of the scenes, there was this monolith, I think, that existed. And I don't know if that was... I need to go back and watch it. Apparently, it's a really good movie. I just haven't seen it in a while, and I just remember seeing it in pieces. Because it'd be like on direct TV on satellite, and you're just like, oh, well, I guess I'll watch that now. But it's like halfway through. Mm-hmm. Or like, you're like, oh, it's about to start. And you start watching 15 minutes, like, oh, I gotta go. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's how I feel about some movies, like, growing up that I've seen, looking at them, like, on, on TV... So I remember, like, people ask, like, oh, did you see this movie? I'm like, yeah, I saw parts of it. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, I never was ever able to sit down and start to finish and watch the whole movie. I think that happens way too often with some of the movies that I've seen. So. Would you rather have $10 million or talking animal of your choice? So this is going to be a would-you-rather show. I mean, I know. <laughs> I know, that's fine. No, you can make conversation. Okay. I asked Joey this question earlier when I was over by Valero. I asked him, would you rather have the sight of a hawk or the sensitivity of smell as a bear? Would you like to smell like a bear smells, what it can smell, or be able to see what a hawk can see? I mean, I have to go with hawk because I can't really think of like a scenario with smelling unless I'm trying to like sit in my room and smell the bakery down the street. Well, bears can smell you from miles away. Oh, yeah. So if someone was coming, you would know they were there way before they got there. That is very true. You can't can't get caught lacking if you can smell them coming. And you can smell them coming. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, dang, Major, I can smell you over the phone. Golly. What? <laughs> that, that would be kind of funny if... The bear's sense of smell is so strong that it can smell people through the phone. Like, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish that was possible. That'd be really cool, though. So I like to th- th- no, by all means. I like to think about hypothetical situations wherever I go. Um, like, for example, like if I was standing in a Walmart and Wolves just started swarming in from the east corner. Where am I going to go? Like, what am I going to do? Um, those kind of filter in my head wherever I go. And I was at uh, my friend's house, and we were 
spoken. And we had just finished watching um, a series of scary movies called Fear Street. It's a Netflix like original. They're actually pretty good. They they link their story. There's three of them. And they're all they're all three of them are two hours, and they link their storylines very well. But um, I had that horror movie mindset for like the next week after I watch a horror movie. I hate watching horror movies for that reason. But we're sitting there and we look over at this house and like in the backyard, if you look to the left, like over the fence, you can see like the other side of the house and windows and someone stepped in the window and like turned the light on. It looked like they were just like just staring down at us. And it was kind of creepy because their head was kind of like silhouetted. And then they turned the light off and then their head wasn't the silhouette, but like their outline was the silhouette. And we could still see them in the window. They hadn't moved, the light just turned off. And me and David started going back and forth about like, <laughs> I asked David, I was like, what would you do if out of nowhere there was a kid on the house just like holding a knife or something like that? And he was like, a white knife, one out of gun. A knife would be kind of scarier than a gun, because with a gun, I know that I'm, I'm about to get bopped. But with a knife, I mean, if he disappears and you saw him holding a knife, are you going to be a little bit scared? So you see him holding a knife, and then he disappears? Like, he's on top of the house next to you. You see okay. him on top of the house holding a knife, and then I know where he disappears. And is then I know where he disappears. Yeah. Like, is that kind of scary to you? Because I think that would be scary. I think if he had a gun, I'd be more scared. Uh, there's a little kid holding it up. I can still taunt him, you know? I mean, what if he's, like, possessed? He's got powers of the devil. But okay, I then I'm going to die, okay? <laughs> I, at some point, I would know. Okay, I'm going to die. The devil's going to kill me. Um, but I asked David, I was like, what would you do if there was just, like, a kid on top of the house with a knife? And I'd book like, it. You see that? I'd book it. I'd get yeah. out of there. Yeah, that would be... That would be an uh-oh situation. But, like, then you run in the house, and you're right there. Shit, you know? It's like, like right in front of you, like, well, this is inevitable. And you're just like, all right, go ahead, take your shot. <laughs> take your best stab at it, you know? Yeah, literally. So, do you care to share what you've been working on? Um, I am launching my own business. Um, it is a athletic clothing Is it, is it live? It is not live yet. It will be live in the next week or two. Um, still got some long and tedious processes to go through for like each product, but it's by no means my own brand. It's just, I'll just give you an example. Um, polo tells a warehouse in China, like, hey, make 200,000 polos, and the warehouse is like, cool. And then a day later, polo is like, well, we don't need 100,000 of those, so just send us the 100,000 and we'll do it. And that warehouse is like, well, shit, we have 100,000 polos that we don't have anything to do with. And I can't remember his name, but a dude started this thing. You might have heard of it called AliExpress. And it's basically he buys all the leftover warehouse or that company buys all the leftover warehouse um, from all these warehouses. So they don't have to just sit on their shit or throw it out. And then someone made Shopify where you can create a business selling this leftover stuff. It, that you can put your brand on it if you want, um, but I'm not going that route yet. I'll, I'll make my own brand in a few years. But, um, yeah, so I'm kind of just selling leftover inventory with my own website and 
I have high hopes for it. Hopefully it turns out well. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That sounds interesting. I've heard of things like that or situations like that where that was kind of happening under the table and what, something that people don't really know about or people care to know about or, or learn. That's just another aspect of um, things that happen in the real world that people don't, like, like we were mentioning earlier, talking about people that, that go to college and all they do is like when they go to college they learn about whatever it is, what discipline that they, they want to pursue and they don't have, I guess, the, uh, the insight or the ability to see that there's other ways that you can go about having a career or doing something. Yeah, that's honestly one of my big key things for how I'm going to live my life is I hate waking up and having to work for someone else. And it's just being on someone else's time schedule, it kind of gives me the feeling of school. Like with high school, you wake up at 7.30 and then you get back at 5 or 6 unless you have like after school practice or whatever. There goes like your entire day and they could have condensed it down. But just going and I don't know. It feels like I'm slaving my time away in a way. But I'm still making money for it. But I want to be able to just like wake up and look at my business that's been running all night and the day before and the day before and I wake up and I've already made 600 bucks today. I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to play some Minecraft. <laughs> I, just want, I just want financial freedom where I can live my life really how I want to. I, one thing that I want to do so bad is travel. I want to go sleep on the dirt floor of third world countries. I think that would be a good Ethiopia. Really fun experience. Um. I, and I, I wasn't making a, a joke about Ethiopia anyway. It was a, it's a quote to a Family Guy joke about Ethiopian hoarders. Um, it's it's cruel. It's 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 mean, and probably shouldn't laugh at it. Um, but jokes are jokes. jokes. I, I, hey, I feel like comedy. It's comedy. Yeah, I feel like when it comes to comedy, there's there's certain barriers. There's some things that you don't talk about. But like, a joke is a joke. You're not meant to be like seriously mean towards a certain group or whatever it's talking about because then if you can't if you can't have fun with it then you get stuck with what did Batman say to Robin before they got in the Batmobile what did they say get in the Batmobile boom comedy like wasn't that that's a great joke I really like that one yeah but if you just if you take out the explicit stuff like really making fun out of jokes then you're just left with stuff like also, I turned up the uh, the limiter a little bit more, so hopefully there's not this big, super loud spike as much anymore. You I, don't shut one. I, I had a I had a little bit of a one. You just did it like six times. Okay, but also get away from the mic. Maybe I'll turn it up a little bit more. Let's just jack it up and start screaming. <laughs> start screaming into the mic. That sounds like a terrible idea. Okay, so hopefully that's a little bit better. Oh, I was going to say something. I was going to talk about something else. Oh, that sounds really interesting. Oh, that's what it was. You're talking about video games, about Minecraft. I was talking to Ben, our brother. He's like, you all should just talk about video games. I mean, we, we could have, have a whole episode where we just run through video games. We could. We totally could. That's, that's something that we could totally do. Also, <laughs> I found myself recently not playing as many video games. Like in the last month-ish, I would say, like, I just haven't had time to 
play video games because I've been trying to do other things. Um, I also realized in this period of the whole COVID thing that how much time video games takes up on a regular basis. Oh, yeah. Like, like, like I, I love, love them, and I honestly probably love them too much. And being excited for the next console to come out or the next sequel to whatever game you like like playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then sometimes when you really want to f- play the full experience of a game, that's like 100 hours at least sometimes for certain games. Right, and it just it takes up so much time. And so I've consciously, well, kind of unconsciously, but mostly consciously at the same time, decided that I'm going to step away for a little bit and I'm just going to see what happens. I'm going to spend my time doing other things, like getting this ready, this podcast ready, yeah. and being diligent with my work when I go to the office and uh, preparing for school and being ready for school. Because, I mean, it is fall. I don't know what we're doing this podcast, and I'm going to school and I'm doing work. I mean, I'm not going to have a whole lot of time to do anything other than, you know, eat, sleep, work out. and Huh? <laughs> eat, sleep, uh, work out, do this my studies and go to sleep yeah also mentioned work so. i mean you gotta find time for peace however you find peace um i find that at work a little bit just like driving bet- in between jobs because i work in the service industry and he does a little bit too and so you have like to go to clients houses or yeah. restaurants company establishments so in that drive you could just do whatever you could listen to podcasts you could listen to music you could just listen to nothing put the windows down and just Find your piece if you really want to. Do scratch and sniffs, you know. You could do scratch and sniffs. But, um, <coughs> I find... Where do you get scratch and sniffs? Do you go to, like, Hobby Lobby or something? Something like that. Party City, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like Party City would sell scratch and sniffs. I find some of my pieces. Did we name him? Uh, that is Ricky. That's Ricky? That is Ricky the Chameleon. Okay. Well, for those of y'all listening, it is a chameleon pinned on the wall. Well, he's, he's hanging out. He's doing his thing. I think he's been there for a few years. He has definitely been there for. I think I'm actually surprised, surprised he hasn't fallen down yet. Yeah, that's just one dump deck. <laughs> I think I put him up there whenever you got back from Dogen. Kansas. Yeah. I want to. Yeah, that was like two years ago. Yep, that sounds about right. Didn't he took him out of a Dell warehouse or something? He was at yeah the fraternity house I think. I think he was in Ben's room. When Ben stayed there. Maybe. I don't remember, but. Man. Yeah, but back to peace. I'm going to finish my thought. I find some of my peace on video games. Like, one of my favorite video games is Minecraft, and it lets you freely explore, like, whatever you want. Yeah, lets you do whatever you want. So It's like the ultimate sandbox game. It, it really it is. And it just. I don't know, it, it gives me peace whenever I can like walk through the house that I've built. Even though like I wish I could build something like that in real life. <laughs> do, <laughs> do it. <laughs> just like be able to grab something 7,000 feet away from me. Like in Minecraft, I would be able to touch something on the wall and put something on the wall from sitting right here. Maybe you should invent like some bionic arms that connect to your brain. All right, well, I guess I know what I'm going to college for, engineering. Yeah, go be, go be an engineer. Robots. Robots, yeah, robotic arms. Yeah. Well, I mean, people are actually kind of making that already. You can, they've been making, like, prosthetic arms for people that are fully functional, people mm-hmm. that are, like, missing their, their arms and stuff. That's it's cool. pretty cool. Yeah. I guess I guess it was recently, that I forget which school it was, but there was some kind of science project that they were doing, and they I guess they won. I remember just seeing it on Instagram or, or whatever I was looking at, but 
They, they kind of made news, and it was just like they made our fully functional prosthetic arm to hunt to college students. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, you do you do hear about some of the coolest like science things was like a group of college students at Stanford or something like that. Like the, the discovery of the actual first picture of a black hole that came out. Was that done by college students? I think it was a college. It was a, I think it was a female, I forget her name, a woman. She got credit for it. <coughs> Either she got credit for it. I remember there was like a, a big hoorah about it because someone didn't get credit for it that should have or something like that. And you know, that how the whole deal goes. I mean, it goes, you know. It could be. Maybe you could look yeah. it up. Not like you don't have Google. Well, be productive, you know? Just do something. You're just sitting here talking about whatever you're talking about, blueberries, and making me do all the work, like I always do. So I'll have some blueberries, if I can, and I want to. Okay, I'm not looking for who found the black hole in 1781. No, first picture of a black hole. But anyways, I feel like this is a story that most people have heard of. If not, then it's it was a college, I think a group of research students that were able to actually take a picture with, I think, the Hubble telescope, a picture of an actual black hole. Because before, there'd just been like theoretical depictions and drawings of what it would look like, but yeah. then you actually have a real picture of one. Yeah. It looks okay. like an orange ball with like I guess darkness inside of it. I don't know. I don't know if you can see a picture. If you pulled anything up or you gave up. <laughs> I found who discovered the first image of a black hole. It was a 29-year-old computer scientist named Katie Beeman. I think that's what it was. I think that's what it was. How old was that article? Uh, posted April 11, 2019. Yeah, that's what it was. Two years ago. She she and I, I, would, I would also include her research team. Maybe, maybe, maybe it was just her. Maybe you should read the article so we can give credit to who actually deserves it. I mean, do you think she's listening to this or she's going to listen to this? Well, I don't want to be rude like by giving people credit they don't deserve or not giving enough credit. It's a pretty cool thing. I mean, I love space. Space is super cool, and I love learning about it, which means, you know, maybe I should know more about this, but... She led the project, assisted by a team from MIT's Computer Science and Artificial Intelligence Laboratory, the Harvard-Smithsonian Center for Astrophysics, and the MIT Haystack Observatory. Y'all get credit for that. Good. They got credit. There we go. I'm just glad that we were able to give them credit. Like, they didn't get it two years ago. <laughs> 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 uh, and we're uh, an hour in minutes in. Nice. Isn't that crazy? No, it hasn't really felt like an hour. It's crazy how time can fly, but also the sun has gone down dramatically, yeah. and you know what? In the future, we're definitely going to get some lights. Yeah, we do. Got I don't know if, if doing it in the evening is the best option, but also there just needs to be lights in here. Maybe we could throw the shade up right there, close that window, <coughs> and then just do interior lighting. Because right now, there is one light bulb <laughs> in this room, <laughs> and it's up in that corner. There's yeah. four other, I'm sorry, three other uh, housings for light bulbs, and they're all out. Yeah. So there's one functioning light bulb. My room looks like this. What? Literally the same light bulb is on. Oh, the same light bulb. Yeah. Yeah, so that, <laughs> that light bulb got out. We're in a dark room. room. <laughs> so <laughs> thinking about getting a uh, some lighting, some more lighting in here. That way you can actually see our faces a little more clearly because that's your major, actually. 
kind of dark, dark in here. Yeah, a little bit. We should get lights like one there and one here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Put like one there, there. there. At least two box lights or something. So just brighten shadow. the place up. And this is a working podcast location. I mean, I think to pick everything up and move it and go somewhere else would take about 30 minutes, maybe, just to get all the equipment. We could do it in one trip. So yeah, you could definitely do it in one trip. But not even, not even a question. Yeah. But um, we'll see. This isn't like a permanent location to do everything, but. Don't want to like load this room down with all this crazy crap, and then and then have to move it somewhere else. So I mean, is this stuck onto the wall individually? Yes. So I used the the double sided stickies, uh, top and bottom. So plan on getting some more of those. Don't know if I want to put them in here or not because I don't know if we're going to be in here for that long. But we're here until we're here. Uh, To make these more movable, we could make like boards that they actually go on. Exactly. Yeah, like that poster board or foam board. Yeah, that's a good idea. But yeah, so this is the first location, um, the first episode. We talked about, well, we don't have to end it now, I and mean, whatever feels natural. I mean, I know we, we said, you know, right about an hour. I think that's kind of where we want to be, is about an hour every episode. Yeah. Not go over too much, not do anything crazy, but. I thought we should close with a different thought. Okay. And not black holes and giving people the right amount of credit. <laughs> Um, <coughs> let's see. You talk more about video games. Does anybody like those? Actually, I, I, I don't. I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't. Let's see. Are you excited for GTA 6? Oh my god, dude, you have no idea. They better hit GTA 6 out of the park. They're going to have to wait about four more years. I don't care. I'm waiting. I mean, I'm not saying I'm proud of it, but like on GTA 5, I have like well over 30 days of work time. <laughs> So it's clear that it's one of my f- more favorite games. So if they don't, if they do GTA 6 bad, which Rockstar isn't known for doing games bad, they'll push dates back to make it better. I've always thought that Rockstar uh, developed the highest quality of video games. Yeah, that and Nintendo. Yes, I also agree with that. Yeah. Um, like with Red Dead Redemption 2, they pushed back the release date. Multiple times. times. I remember I pre-ordered it. They're like, it's coming out fall... 19. No, fall 18. It was 18? It was, like, it was coming out fall 18. Oh, like, oh we're pushing right. it back to the spring. And then it got and pushed back. Like, all right, we're pushing it back again to fall 19. That's right. Wait, no. It came out... It yeah, came out fall 18. It came okay. out... I remember this. It came out fall 18. I pre-ordered it fall 17. It came out October 26th of 18. 2018. I pre-ordered it. No, I pre-ordered the summer of 17. And they're supposed to come out in the fall. <coughs> didn't. Then they pushed it to the spring. Pushed it back again to the spring, and they pushed it to the fall. So they literally pushed it back an entire year. They're like, get the pre-order. It's supposed to come out in four or five months. No, it's coming out in a year and four and five months. Yeah, but, I mean, they hit it out of the park. It was a really well Oh, no, absolutely. They took all the time that they needed. I mean, it was a masterpiece of a campaign. Didn't. Play much online. I always, I always see like advertisements for it on Instagram or something for like yeah. the Red Dead Online or like YouTube. You'll get like uh, advertisements for Red Dead Two Online multiplayer. It's like I played it once. I, really I don't once. know that there's that many people playing it. Yeah, I it's think everyone's just playing GTA Online. It wasn't like GTA. It was very different. Yeah. Very very different. Let's I mean, uh, go ahead and give credit to composer Woody Jackson for making Red Dead Redemption Two. Composer? Yeah, it's I don't know. 
That's why did you say that? His name, like on the summary of Red Dead Redemption Two on Google. Is he the director or is he the composer of the music, the, the score? Um, it just says composer. So he did music. Well, he did a really good job because he's the only one with a name on the front. He probably did. He probably did. Is that what you want to wrap this up? Let's do it. Okay, so first one in the books. It's it's been kind of weird. I mean, I feel like we kind of hit a rhythm in midway-ish through. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to sit here and just talk about how we feel about a, a podcast in the middle of a podcast, but I thought it was okay. We'll see how it goes. Um, wherever we're posting it, are there going to be, besides YouTube, are there going to be comment sections like on Anchor? Uh, no, I don't think Anchor works that way. Uh, but I know that, I mean, I'll keep the comments open on YouTube. Yeah, with YouTube, do let us know suggestions on topics or, you know, anything to talk about. I mean, I've practiced a fake YouTube intro about a billion times. Go ahead, hit, hit it up. Do your, do your uh, YouTube intro. <laughs> hey guys, what's going on? Welcome back to my YouTube channel. Today we are on the podcast talking about sharks. I don't know. Sharks are cool. Sharks. I actually asked Joey a, uh, a would you rather. Would you rather have shark teeth or bear paws? Bear paws. He said shark teeth. I mean, shark, shark teeth you can eat. Anything. You can eat anything, but also your teeth always regenerate. Wait, really? Well, you don't know that? Sharks, like, their teeth fall out after about two weeks, but then they just constantly regenerate. That's OP. So you basically have unlimited teeth. <laughs> That's overpowered. <laughs> I, also I also said, said bear paws, too. He's yeah. like, but bears can open doors. I was like, I swear I've seen videos, videos of bears, bears opening doors. I've like, definitely seen a video of bears. Bears can open doors. They yeah. can definitely open doors. Yeah. I mean, besides the fact that they can open doors, their hand is like three times the size of a human hand. So if you punch someone with a bear fist, I mean, you've got some bear paws. Yeah, that's some big, big motherfuckers. Okay, yeah. it's okay to wrap it up now. Yeah. Um, so we'll be back again tomorrow. Um, hopefully a little bit earlier, um, but we've got all the kinks mostly worked out. I think the only kink now is just every now and then our mics will swipe. Yeah. And I really apologize. <laughs> trying to figure out how this all works. Um, yeah. But in the meantime... We're gonna figure it out. We will. We're gonna figure it out, and it's gonna be great. So, thanks for listening. If anyone ever listened, maybe. Um, and with that, you just waved. So all the people. Oh, yeah. So anyone was listening, I, like, I waved. Like I did a salute. Like I half salute, half wave. Yeah. I was saluting. Yeah. Half so. waving. So. All right, y'all. Right, See ya.